Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of our Spotlight series. We are still in April. We are at the tail end of April. So we are finishing up the sports month with one of my favorites. Uh, also one of mine. Okay, okay. I didn't know if you watched this one as much as I did. Oh, probably not as much as you did, but I loved this movie too. Yeah. And, you know, as I've said many times on this show and on Real Lit, Sam and I are DCOM kids. Yeah. Like, from the start of the DCOM till uh, probably around when you quit, around 2002 or three, Yeah. 2003. The first couple of years of DCOMs, like, we just watched them on repeat all the time. Ooh, that'd be a really good show. Just, just chronot, chronolit, chronolit, <laughs> chronologically. Yes. Go through the DCOMs chronologically. Chronologic. Chronologic. Logic. The word logic is in the middle. Chronologically. There you go. Why would they add an A of the chronology? <laughs> I don't know. It's a study of chronologically things. Chronology. Oh. So anyway, let me just stop stuttering. <laughs> but we watched another decom. You go forward a year and a half, almost two years, and you get to the 2000s, March 18th, 2000. Uh, back, I mean, decoms were hot from the beginning, but they this this is the shit right here. We watched Alley Cat Strike, one of my absolute favorites. The music is great. It's, it's jazzy swing stuff. Well, this it, was the just, height oh, of the swing resurgence that was in the '90s. Like, well, I wouldn't say it was the height. So there was this really big explosion of swing music. Um, and this influx from, you know, the movie Swingers and all these different things had created this resurgence of swing music. Yeah. And we had these bands like uh, the Sugar Poppin' Daddies and different things like that that had all come out in the mid-90s. And there was this big scene. Everyone was, dan- like, dressing in vintage clothes. And there were, like, swing dancing became a thing again. Yes. And I wouldn't say that Disney missed it necessarily but they caught the very very end of yeah. it with this film like it kind of went by the fell by the wayside as soon as this film was done um for oh. most people anyways yeah but <laughs> during that resurgence they came out with alley cat strike and it was just great yeah it's it's solid i it definitely I introduced children to the music that was prevalent on the radio that maybe they weren't allowed to listen to or just didn't listen to because they were kids like little kids don't typically listen to the radio that's not a thing you really get to until you're like 10 and even then when you're 10 you're kind of like at the mercy of your parents and what they'll let you listen to so if swing music was not on your parents radar or like the modern swing then you were kind of stuck. Yeah. And this was really the first entrance into that, the first movie that addressed it in a kid's way and made it cool to be listening to this kind of music. Oh, yeah. It's great. So this film, it is a town in... It was filmed in Toronto, so it's Canadian film, but I I think it's made to seem like it's America. I always assumed that this took place in, like, some northeast America shit like Massachusetts. Mm. Yeah. Some like it's some small town shit. Um, 
I don't know, just the way that they talk about the town and the way that everything feels, it seems like it's old timey. Yeah. And it makes sense with like it that. being Canadian. It just goes north. That's north as fuck. <laughs> Can't go any norther than that. So this town, it's two towns. So it's East Appleton and West Appleton. And for decades, years, they've been fighting over this trophy called the Mighty Apple. And so with this trophy, they challenge the junior high, high school. I think it's just different years. They do different sports and it could be. I think they're, these kids are high school. I think. Yeah. I, well, no. They've got to be. junior high because the new school, it's a junior high. No. The, oh, the, the high whoever school. Whoever wins gets to name the junior high. I think the kids are actually supposed to be in high school. But be, I assume they're going there. But next he year. plays. No, because he plays full contact football. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it, it, it's and an also these thing. kids could be, I don't know. They're either in eighth grade or ninth grade. I don't question know. Mark. It, we don't it's know. really odd. Uh, people online say it's junior high, but then the way they talk about it, it's like they're already in high school yeah. and all the sports that he's involved in. I mean, junior high has all these sports, but it's more of like a high school situation where you would be doing all these sports. It's really weird. But um, the... East and West Appleton, they've been trying for this trophy because apparently it's the most important thing ever in this town, town, these towns. And so there's one more sport that they have to fight over to see who gets it finally because there's one sport left. Yeah, they they, were tied up. They tied through all the sports that you could tie in. And so they have a bowling competition. And so the bowling um, teams of both schools have to play. And so then all the problems arise from that uh this movie's really cool because the casting of it it's really awesome uh the main kid alex is kyle schmid i've seen his face later on in life uh he does a lot of his uh sci-fi things he's in being human so being human's the one where the roommates this like one's a werewolf one's a vampire and one's a ghost and they're trying to like just live in an apartment together it's really it's really cool uh he's in that he's been in a lot of other things too Robert Richard, uh, that name, he was the human, well, there's a lot of humans, but he's the best friend to Cousin Skeeter, his cousin, and it, uh, it's a puppet, it's a puppet show, so I love that, it makes me laugh, because no one else is a puppet in that world except Cousin Skeeter, and no one talks about it, but he gets into situations where he's tangled up like a puppet would, and they're like, oh, Skeeter, quit it, I'm like, wait, do you know that he's a puppet? Yeah. Like, it was a weird show. Yeah, well, just like that Muppet movie with uh, uh, Marshall from How I Met Your Mother. His brother is just a, a Muppet. And, like, where, where did he come from? Is he adopted or did his mom just make a Muppet? No one talks about it. He's just he's just got a Muppet body. I'm like, how the fuck did he... You know, you can't think too deep. But Robert Shard, he's Todd McElmore. He's, like, the... the uh, What's his name from Doug? The one kid that... Uh, Chalky. Chalky mm-hmm. Studebaker? That played all the sports and he was awesome. That's his thing. Uh, Kaylee Cuoco from... Big Bang Theory. Thank you. She's in this very young. Little cutie yeah. pie. Uh, Mayor Macklemore, Todd's dad, is Tim Reed. So I remember Tim Reed from Sister Sister. He's a dad in that show. He was... Um, I can't remember his name. Uh, from It, he was the black kid. I can't remember his name. That's a shame. One of my favorite books of all time. Uh Henry was the bully. He's the kid who doesn't leave. Yes. So Tim Reed was in the original version, the made-for-TV version. Uh, I thought he did pretty good. He gets shanked and doesn't go. But uh, And then his wife, Catherine McElmore, 
is the second Aunt Viv from uh, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And so when I say second Aunt Viv for the people that, you know, not in America or you just didn't watch a lot of it, at a certain point in the show, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with Will Smith, they switched out moms and there was some issues and stuff. There's a lot to it. And I think it's on HBO Max. They go deeper into it because I'm not the, the biggest, like, knowledge person on this. But they switched her out. And a lot of people were like, ugh. Like, the first thing it was amazing. She was really cool. The second one's not bad. It's just she wasn't the first one. And so a lot of people were grumpy. I didn't realize they were actually married in real life. I didn't know they were married either. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at her names like Daphne, Daphne, Daphne Maxwell Reed. And his name is Tim Reed. And I was like, wait, what? And I looked into it. I was like, they're fucking married. I'm like, that's awesome. That's crazy to think about. The, like, the powerhouse couple that yeah. they were of the 90s. And it's how so nobody made any type of big deal. Of, or to my child brain, nobody yeah. made a big deal about it. Like, they were on two of the longest running sitcoms. Yeah. Like, black lead sitcoms in the 90s it's like crazy. she was the mom on fresh prince of bel-air and he was the dad on sister sister like it's, it's incredible to me that it's not brought up more and his like film career is amazing he was in a ton of stuff when he was younger and just he's a really cool dude so go tim reed i love you uh yeah he was wkrp in cincinnati like fucking the 70s oh, i love that show yeah in the 70s it was on that show he did a ton of things I like so. the reruns of that show let me read <laughs> and uh adult. laura vander vandervoort yeah Vander... uh yeah one something. of the cheerleaders katie saw it and she was like she looks familiar and she finally looked it up and she was kara uh in smallville she, yeah. And she did a lot of other things, but Katie saw her face. I was like, she looks familiar. And Katie was like, let me go through my brain real quick. I'm going to uh, find her. Uh, Why? Why do I know her? There are tons of famous people in this this movie. It's it's great. So, uh, like always, we'll go through the story. It's a decom, y'all. So, it, it, it moves. It's, you know. To the point. 103 minutes. So, it's... It, it moves. So, like I said, East and West Appleton, they have a bowling competition. So, Alex Thompson and his friends, Delia, Alisa, and Ken, they're in the bowling club for West Appleton. And everyone's like, oh, you guys aren't good enough for Y'all this. Are nerds. You know? And then they find out as a joke, Todd McElmore, his friends signed him up as a prank, signed him up for the bowling competition earlier that year. And so they're like, yeah. And so they're like, oh, holy shit. Todd McElmore is on the team. We can't lose. Todd McElmore, as you find out all through this movie, he is the best at everything. And so he has this constant. You know the kid. Yeah. That always plays everything. Everyone's like, yeah. Oh, Katie can't win it on her own. But Bob is there. Bob's going to win this with Katie on his back. That's how it works. You know what I mean? So, uh, Todd has so much pressure on him, and he loves the pressure, it seems. Until he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Todd's on the team. So, the the bowling group, they're fine. They're really good at what they do. They Ev- are really, really good. Everyone's worried that they're not good enough, and they're like, well, you should worry about... no one has ever seen them bowl or give a fuck about yeah. them, because they're the weird kids. So, while they are practicing, because... With bowling, you got to kind of keep it up. My uncle was really good at bowling. Uh, he was on leagues and stuff, and he told me, it's kind of like golf. It's all about consistency. If you do the same motions, the same aim, same power, it's way better than being weird and throwing stuff like I do now. I throw bowling balls crazy because I don't know what I'm doing. 
but it's it's all consistency with golf especially you have to just get the right swing do it right every time i think every sport has that thing i guess for quarterbacks you want to throw it the same way every time because the receivers get used to how you throw you don't want to do something weird and different because it might catch them off guard but uh with bowling everyone the bowling club they have their shit down they're just trying to get better uh todd does not know anything about bowling uh he just assumes that he'll just be good at it if he just struggles long enough and i hate people like that that are just like i'm really good at everything give me like a week and i'll be really good at it uh the little by little the team actually teaches him things and then lo and behold he actually gets really good at it <laughs> but he's that kind of person that they're just kind of a jack of all trades and they're just really really damn good it makes me sad uh because those people get really cocky and they don't practice enough and so they only get to a certain plateau, and then they play against people that are not as good, but they try harder. And so it's a whole just like talent versus uh, skill situation. And you can only get so far just being good at something. You have to try, you know. So uh, little by little, he talks to the guys in the bowling club, and he's like, "Y'all don't have that killer instinct, you know. You should, you want to win." And the rest of them are like, we just want to have fun because it's how we bowl. We've been doing it for years, and that's why we're like the way we are. So there's a big, like, argument about that. The whole movie, and then little by little, Todd starts to enjoy himself out there. And when you're relaxed, you play better, you know? If your butt's just tight and you're all, all the time, you can only get so good because you're not relaxed. So... Um, Todd's big thing with Alex, he wants to get him out and have him relax because he is the leader of the group. And so he has him come to a party and Alex seems to kind of have fun at the party. Uh, all of Todd's friends are like, hey, it's the bowling guy. We love you. And they're having fun with him and stuff. And he seems to relax and get really good. And so Alex teaches Todd how to bowl. So that's their trade off. So the kids, because uh, Alex's dad, Kevin, owns the bowling alley where they practice and stuff. Uh, that business is not doing that good because, go figure, bowling's really not that exciting to kids back in the 2000s. I love bowling, but I don't go enough to, like, have, like, a place that I do and stuff like that. It's really fun, but I don't do it enough, and then my muscles get all weird and stuff because I'm like, oh, I'm throwing, like, a 10-pound thing as hard as I can for, like, an like two hours, you know, you get worn out, but I would love to just keep going with bowling, just like axe throwing is really fun, it's just, I don't have a routine where I go all the time, so, yeah, so they have this party at the bowling alley, they call it the bowling ball, which is a really good name for it, and uh, Todd brings all of his friends, and they make tons of money, and hooray, you know, if they keep that up a weekly thing, they might not have to sell the bowling alley, because, yeah, Bowling's not that popular, like I said. Uh, as Alex is taking out the trash, he overhears Todd's friends tell him that, hey, just got to like be f fake friends with Alex up until the tournament's over and when they win the apple, and then we don't have to talk to him anymore. And he's like, yeah, because I don't like that kid. And Alex is sad because he really thinks he's making friends because they make it seem like he's a weird kid. Sure, he goes to school and wears bowling like shirts. That's what he wears, and, you know, I don't think he's that weird, but I'm a weird kid, too, so I guess, you know, weird people don't think each other are weird. Uh, but he's really sad about that, because he thought he was actually making, like... Friends. Yeah. 
So the mayors of East and West Appleton, uh, they're very excited and very sure of their teams. And so they're like, hey, you want to raise the stakes on this thing that children are doing in our stead? Sounds like fucking gods, you know, like, hey, uh, Hercules is doing pretty good out there. You want to you want to bet that uh, he can kill this Hydra? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. So, you know, they yeah, don't they don't care about the children, but they Not at all at first they bet on, well, you if we win, you have to give us like 40 gallons of your like apple juice that you make apple cider. Apple cider. Yeah. And the other mayor's like, well, if we win, you got to give us like 40 apple pies like deal. And then they call back later. He's like, well, you want to you want to add more? Like, okay. You want to up the bet? Right? Because fuck it. You know, these kids are fuck good. It. I'm really confident in my child. Right? <laughs> and so they bet on, there's a new school that is being un- under construction. Uh, multiple times, the kids go to the other town to check on them because they're spying on the other team. It's being made right in the middle of the towns. And I thought that was really cool. And it's like, whoever wins gets to name the town. And so... In these douchebag mayors' heads, they're like, oh, if our team wins, they're going to call it West Appleton High School or Junior High. And they're like, hey, 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 you know, they're going to giggle about it. And the other team's like, fuck, we got to win because I don't want to go. I don't want force you kids to go to East Appleton School because apparently that will just hurt you inside. I don't know. And so little by little, the kids learn about all these stakes and wagers that have been put on them. And Alex... He's getting very dis- disenfranchised with the whole situation because he just wants to have fun, you know? And all of these things popping up is just making it, putting, like, stakes in his heart, and it makes him nervous. And he doesn't want that. He he bowls for fun, and all these people are putting Much all these... like Brink. Yeah, right? Skate for fun. And they're like, well... We're soul skaters. We're soul bowlers. Right. Bowl for fun, but if you win, all these important things happen to the whole town. So don't lose. Yeah. And it's like, I'm just trying to have fun. Yeah, you can have fun, just but just win. Bowl. Yeah, but just win when you have fun. Have fun, but if you don't win, like, you're disowned. So Right, everyone's going to hate you if you lose, so. Yeah. Uh, it, it's very depressing. Which to a 12, 13, 14-year-old is the fucking most pressure, like. Yeah. <laughs> wanting to be liked is, like, that's a young teen's M.O. Yeah. Oh, man. it's uh, This is terrible to put this pressure on these kids. So Todd, uh, so Alex quits. He's like, I'm done with this. I'm not bowling. And they're like, what? You're, you're like, the best bowler. Yeah, you're How the... can you do this to us? And he's like, I'm out. I'm out. I fucking quit. Y'all suck. So Todd is actually the one that tries to convince Alex to come back. And uh, he actually reveals their new bowling shirts because the mayor and the principal come up with these whack-ass just red shirts with like, like they spent two ninety nine. Yeah, like West Appleton Bowling Club. It's literally just like was done in someone's basement yeah. with a cricket. Like, yeah, it's crap. And they're like, "This is I it." I could have puff painted a better shirt, right? And the, and the kids are like, "This is it." Like, this is how much you care about us. It's like, oh yeah, oh no. This we- is only the biggest fucking event that's ever happened in our town, and you're yeah. just gonna like dumbass shirts. And so Todd, with his multiple connections, everyone loves him in town. Todd actually gets these sweet ass bowling shirts. And he gives one to Alex and he tells him, you know, hey, you're part of the Alley Cats. That's their team name. And it's like, hey, come back. But I want you to bowl just because you want to have fun, you know. But I'd like to see you there tomorrow. But the next time you bowl, just wear this shirt and think of the good times you have with bowling. And Alex is like, shit, I do love it. And then you find out Alex's dad 
was best friends with Todd's dad back in the day. And they were fighting for the apple in a baseball game, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then there was a double play that went bad because they were the second baseman and the shortstop. And the play went wrong between them. And then West Appleton loses. And so they lose the apple, the, the trophy for a little bit. And they blame each other. And so they stop being friends. And so the dad comes out and he says, I don't want you to stop being friends with Todd because he can see them being really good friends. And he's like, I don't want you to end up like us, like, you know, disenfranchised and douchey. So, like, don't, you know, don't be that worried about it and stuff. And so it's... It's not that important. Yeah. And so Alex comes to the game that next morning, like, you know, at the last second. Of course. And he's like, let's do this. And everybody's like, yeah. Uh, the bowling's going good. The East Appleton High team, apparently all the best players from all their sports signed up for the bowling club at some point. And we're like, hey, I like bowling too. So it's like the best football players, the best basketball player, the best tennis player. And they hire a professional coach. Yeah. So it's just like in any sports movie, the bad guys are like robots. And they're out there just strike machines. And so... Uh, East and West Appleton, they are bowling their asses off. And at the end, um, it comes down to Alex needs three strikes to keep the game going. Like, they have to get three strikes. Alex gets his three strikes because he's amazing. And it comes down to Todd. He's their anchor. And Todd just needs a, a spare. A spare better. So he just got to clean up the... It's easy. It's easy. Todd swings and he gets a easy, quote unquote. Yeah, I, you know what I mean? If you've ever bowled in your life, you know that it's not easy. <laughs> yeah. So Todd, this whole time, uh, is really good. And he rolls the ball, gets a 7-10 split. Why is that so scary, Otis? It's because the whole time, that is Todd's kryptonite. That's everybody's kryptonite. Yes. 7-10 splits are impossible. Yeah, but the whole movie, Todd keeps getting them. And he cannot finish it off. And he's like, that's the one thing I just never learned. Because he's been bowling for... A couple of weeks now. 20 minutes, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, it makes sense that you, and it's funny because Todd um, brings in a substitute, which Todd never does in sports because he's the guy. Oh, and all the parents are like, what the fuck? Yeah. You're the best of the best. You're, of course, the best person on this team, even though you just started bowling two weeks ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's no way we can win it without you, Todd. What are you doing? Like, fuck these other kids who have been bowling there every day for forever. Like, right? Ugh. Fucking assholes. Every parent in this. Yeah. So Mayor Macklemore is like, what are you doing? Why are you putting yourself out of the game? It's like, you got to win it. He's like, Dad, I cannot do this. It's like. This is how we win. Yeah. You want to win? Let Delia, the small gal in the group, she didn't bowl the whole time because she's good. She just knows Todd and everybody else is just a little bit better. So it's like, if you want to win, let me be the sub. <laughs> so um, Delia comes in and does this sweet ass spin that everyone has done on a bowling lane at one point in their life, you put the ball down right at the line, spin it, and then nudge it forward. Uh, Physics-wise, it will not make it all the way because you have to spin the absolute fuck out of a bowling ball to get to go that far. Alley is, I forgot how long an alley is, but it's pretty long. dang. It's pretty dang long. So Delia rolls his ball down multiple times. It's going toward the edge, and then it hits the balls. And it hits the pins. Yeah, hits hits the pins, and Lord behold... She gets a 7-10 split and hits and gets a spare. And so the team, West Appleton wins. West Appleton wins. I Yay! Know. I have never seen something so amazing. Right? The fucking, the announcer guy. Yeah. Yeah, so good. He was losing his mind. So Alex and his friends, they actually 
compromise, and they say that the new school is going to be called Appleton Central. Well, they bug the the adults are like, hell yeah, it's going to be West Appleton. Yes, West Appleton Junior High. Like, this is going to be fucking great. And the kids are like, mm, no, y'all are petty as fuck. We're not doing that. It's going to be Central Appleton yeah. because it's in the center of the two Appletons. Yeah. Fuck you guys. It's, it's, it's a way better name, honestly. <laughs> it, it really is. Yeah. And but also, who names a school on any of these fucking factors? I'm telling you, it's for some ungodly reason. This trophy is the most important thing. People will die for this trophy in this in these two towns. Yeah. So they're like, fuck it. And, them, and plus, mayor's doing petty bets on things. I'm like, yeah, this I don't is think shady. that's it's legal so fucking shady. at all. But... Eh, you know, <laughs> no one else is questioning it. So, you know, school board's like, yeah, just name it off that bowling thing. Whatever. We don't care. <laughs> school Whatever. board didn't give a fuck. That doesn't seem like like viable at all, but okay. Oh, right. yeah. So everyone dances and everyone's happy. And Todd's dad realizes that it's not all about winning. It's just having fun. It's way better like that. And he's like, you're right, man. I've been a douche this whole time. And they all dance to swing music. And it's it's good. And then, then they bowl for fun. Everybody bowls for yeah, fun. Yeah, everybody's out there just chunking the balls and, you know, almost getting hurt because bowling is scary if people are not being serious out yeah, there. Yeah, you, you can, don't know what the fuck you're doing. You can blow somebody's ankle shit out. out. It's it's scary. But, no, it's a good one. I love this movie. It always makes me smile because I love bowling and it's, it's really fun. And just watching it from an older perspective, seeing, like, all the pressure they're putting on kids, uh, it was a really cool sub just theme in this because i thought it was just bowling you know kids bowling but then i was like oh shit man they're putting a lot of pressure on these kids to be honestly like adults they're like you have to win this be perfect and it's like that's scary for kids so but kids have to deal with that a lot and when they're really good at something you know so kids out there try your best hopefully you're not getting just pushed into doing something you don't really want to do that well so uh katie who's your favorite character in alley cat street oh delia (laughs) <laughs> I love Delia. She was just a smart ass. She was clearly the nerd of the group. I mean, they were all like kind of geeky and just like the unpopular kids at school. But several times, like people trying to talk shit on her because she's short. Hey, I've been there. And <laughs> she just puts them in their fucking place with math facts. And I'm yeah. like, you know Smarty what? Pants. That's what I'm talking about. Because I was also a math nerd. And Yeah. I had a lot of connections to DCOMs because, like, there were little bits of all of these, like, a ton of characters that were me. So, <laughs> Delia was my shit. And she saved the day at the end. Like, she yeah. didn't want to be in the spotlight, but she fucking saved the day at the end. So, she was the best for me. She was clutch. A good sixth man, if you're going off of basketball terms. She came in, got the points they needed, and sat back down. Yep. Uh, there are a lot of cool basketball players that do that all the time. They're like, hey, man, we need five points in, like, ten seconds. Like, okay. I'll get the ball, steal it, shoot a three. Now shoot another three. And then they sit back down. That's all. That's their job. So uh, my favorite character, I went with Alex and Todd. So the two main ones, uh, Todd was super douchey. But For go- a while, going yeah. off of the, we'll talk about the people that made him a douche. We'll talk about them very soon. Yeah. Uh, there are reasons that he's like that. And hey, man, when you're successful and everyone's like, you're the best and they pump you up like that. And you that. get a big-ass head about it. Yes. Uh, that's not his fault. It's everyone else around him. They're the real issue with that. Mm, I mean, yes, but he's also at fault. True, true. It sucks because he's young. Like, he's only, what, question mark 13. 
So it sucks to like put that kind of responsibility on a 13 year old because they're just learning like what it means to really be responsible for those type of actions for their attitude. Like, I mean, you learn it as a little kid, but it's not the same and the consequences aren't the same. Like, I don't know. I really, it was a lot. Yeah, but it was really cool seeing Todd actually change. Like I was saying with all the other movies, uh, some characters are just perfect and they have like external things that they have to deal with. Like in Brink. Brink was just about a perfect character in that movie, but he had the, the issues with trying to make everyone happy. And that was the whole. That was his biggest kryptonite in that movie, which made him really cool. Uh, and this one, Todd, is that super character, and he's trying his best to be Superman at something he knows nothing about. And I thought that was really cool. Him looking like he doesn't care that much, but that's just him utilizing his skill of being good at something really fast. I know people that get really good at things really fast. They have this I don't really care attitude because it's how they function. And it scares me that they can like live like that because I'm like, you should really push harder. And they're like, no, I'll be fine. Like, are you going to work on that tonight? Yeah, it's all right. And then they get there and then they're like, hey, I did it perfect. I'm like, how can you live like that, man? Uh, I used to be like that in a lot of things. But then later on, I'm like, I really need to try sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but there are some people that can live, function through life like that. They just don't try and they get it right when they have to. Yeah. Uh, but that's just a lot of internal strength. Uh, Alex, he had his moment where he got douchey. But it's him just trying to fit in in school. That's a very real thing, you know? He has his friends, so he's not, like, friendless, but it's, like, no one cared about bowling, but now it's the most important thing in town. Now I'm really cool because of it. And it's just kind of him getting a big head. So it's, like, their head's getting smaller or bigger at the same time, and then they finally even out at the end. Uh, But, no, they're both really cool characters, and they become good friends, and I like that. I like people that hate each other at first, been hating each other, and then they're like, you're really not that much of a douchebag when you like really talk to him you're like oh thank you i hate you too and then they become really good friends at the end i thought it was cool uh who is your least favorite character katie oh my gosh um mayor jeff played by tim reed was just a garbage person like they don't really show the other mayor as much because it's not really east appleton's story but the mayor of west appleton is just an absolute trash bag he is a garbage dad who has put way too much pressure on his kid to be number one at everything they go through a list at some point talking about all the sports that todd plays and he's like an all-star at baseball and basketball and soccer and football and now he's gonna be the star of the fucking bowling team and i'm like in what fucking world can any one kid play all of those sports yeah in that one was pretty wild and be the best at all of them like you are have fucked that kid up so bad <laughs> and he's just a super dick like not only okay the first bet about the apple cider and apple pies was like okay sure you guys like that's your main export is apple crap like i get it your name is appleton like sure but then they fucking throw the stakes on he throws the stakes on of that fuck naming the school after that yeah after whoever wins to put more pressure on his kid like fuck him Fuck that guy. Yeah, that sucked. Honorable mention, Lauren. She was a trash character. Yeah, she was poop too. <laughs> uh, just absolute garbage. Pretending to be Alex's friend. Like, 
her character is true to school, to high school, elementary school, middle school, even college. Like, you will run into people like that who are only your friend because they get something out of it. And once they get that thing that they need, they will stop being your friend. Like, those people exist throughout your life, but... I'm never going to like them, so fuck her character. Yeah. Uh, so at first I wrote down the mayors of the Appleton places. They're both poop. Uh, I like to think that East Appleton's mayor was just as bad. Uh, he actually got them a coach. Oh, I'm sure. To get we them just going. Don't, we just yeah. don't really see him. But it's honestly just the whole aura of the mighty Apple is the real least... <laughs> that's the real villain here yeah because everyone loses their mind because of that trophy and it just makes people act like douchebags so that's the real villain is the trophy but yeah everyone's poop in this movie there's a lot of poop people in it okay let's do seven word synopsis mine is bowling is really cool shut up mayors because they were like, bowling's the last thing? Ugh, bowling oh, so garbage. shit. Garbage. Bowling sucks. Like, yeah. Fuck you, man. Bowling's awesome. Yeah. And they got so much more excited when Todd was there. Fuck them, man. Yeah. Uh, Katie? Okay, I said, having fun distracts from insane adult pressures. Hell yeah. Because that's how they ended up winning in the end. They decided just, fuck it, we're going to play for fun. Fuck all of this pressure. Like, the whole towns, both of these towns are in this bowling alley arguing about this shit, but... I don't care. Like, let's just have fun and go out there and we'll win. That's literally the plot of most DCOMs is like, once you stop giving a fuck about winning or losing and just care about having fun and enjoying what you're doing, that's when you really shine and when you win. Just like Brink, my favorite. Mm -hmm. um, and then my second one was Alex's dad was the only competent adult. 100%. He was the only parent in this entire film who wasn't just like... A dick to their kid about winning and losing. Like, I mean, we don't see, to be fair, we don't see any of the other Alley Cat's parents besides Alex and Todd's. Yeah. But Todd's parents are big enough douches for me to just discount all other adults in this film. Like, they were just trash. The mayor was trash. The principal was trash. The teachers were trash. Like, fuck all of them. Yeah. And Kevin, at some point, he was under the allure of the apple because they were playing for it and yeah. it got to the point where he stopped being friends with his best friend because of them failing to get the apple but at some point he's gotten over it and hopefully at the end he becomes friends with todd's dad again because they were kind of sitting by each other yeah. like smiling at the end they were like oh look at our kids <laughs> winning when we couldn't you know let's be friends again you know so hopefully they reconcile it. But yeah, apparently the allure of this trophy is just disgusting in this town. The towns where people will just fight over it hard. So this movie came out March 18th, 2000, like I said earlier. Uh, it's a decom. So budget wise, Lord knows. Lord knows how much it made, how much it did. Uh, I know in people talk about it. This one is not as talked about as much like Brink. Uh I hear a lot more people talk about Brink and stuff when they bring up DCOMs. Uh, this one probably is not as popular as a lot of other ones. I know at Trivia one one week, there was a DCOM uh, category. I like how Strike did not pop up. It's fine. I don't care. But uh, I love this movie. Shade to Jeff. Right? I love this one. It's really good. 
Uh, it's up there. It's in my like top 10 decoms easy. It's in my top three decoms, honestly. But I like the weird ones that probably aren't as popular as other ones. Because uh, this one, 100%, is not as big as like Up, Up, and Away or fucking The Color of Friendship that came out the same year. Uh, like There are bigger ones that came out. Mom's Got to Be With a Vampire. I remember people talking about that one super hard. Uh, there are way bigger ones. Halloween Town. You know what I mean? It's not as popular as Halloween Town. Uh, that one, I see memes about that all the time. When uh, October is about to hit, it's always a picture of the dude with the, the, the pumpkin on his head walking around. They're like, this is how I'm trying to be. You know, I'm like, yeah, Halloween Town. I love that movie. So there are bigger ones. So uh, I love this movie. It's one of my absolute favorites. But, you know. It's really good. It's not one of the popular ones, but I still love it. So, uh... If you have any other cool bowling fun facts, uh, you can tweet sure us. There's a lot. Oh, 100%. Uh, you can tweet us at? Allentown Pod. We have an email, it is. Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at? Allentown Presents. So this is probably most assuredly the end of sports month. Uh, I had a good time with it. Uh, some really good ones. We seem to have dug into the, we had some some nice drama filled ones and sad ones. Uh, a lot of kids movies, picks, which is yeah. fine with me. I love We kids. like sports and we don't care who knows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, I'm excited for for next year to see what we do. Um, There's a lot more sports films. It yeah. It goes on forever. Yeah. Uh, honestly, out of genres, this and like zombie films, they never stop. There's always going to be a zombie film. <laughs> they, they make at least one a month. So... Uh, thanks for listening. This is really fun for everybody at Allentown Presents. Uh, we love making these episodes and stuff. We're going to talk, but get ready, y'all. Martial Arts Month. We're going to talk about people getting kicked in the head. I'm so excited. Uh, I think this year, Donnie Yen's going to be our ambassador. Uh, Katie and I will probably be watching a ton of his films. Because he's, like, he's magnificent. Yeah, he's one of our absolute favorites. The man is, is beautiful. And he is just muscle, and it's awesome, and he's so cool. Talented. Uh, there'll probably be a couple Jackie Chans because Jackie Chan's like my absolute favorite as a child and now. But I think Donnie Yen's probably gonna get the record for the most movies talked about <laughs> with him in it. Uh, but no, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for Martial Arts Month. It's gonna be some good ones, new and old films. Uh, I'm gonna try to keep it spaced out so it's not just old stuff and new, but just you know, keep it keep it equal. So. Uh, keep with us guys we're gonna keep going and uh, we're gonna keep it going this is really fun love doing this okay see you soon guys bye-bye bye